Well, now that we got that out of the way, I yeah. think uh, you want to go ahead and get get started. Sure. Should, should we do our Should we do our voice exercises that we do before every episode? Oh yeah, I know we usually do these <laughs> off air, but uh, <sighs> the human I, torch was denied a bank loan. Yeah, the arsonist does have oddly shaped feet. Unique, right. unork. You act like a stork. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. All right, let's go. Red rum. So, okay, I guess I'll actually start like I normally do and not just like whatever, whatever I was just about to do. Welcome to Aficionados, a podcast about embracing and disgracing fan fiction. Um, my name is Jacob Wagoner, and there's a wag tag in the middle there. And I'm Rich the Dick Stevens. I'm a snake. You sure are. So what we do on this podcast is every... Time we, time have an we record. Every <laughs> insert time period here, it's, you know, time's a flat circle. Uh, we look at some fan fiction and we, you know, we don't turn a critical eye to it. We just kind of like read through it. It's a podcast. We you, do. You know, things. like a bad movie podcast. It's that, but for fan fiction. We can't say bad fan fiction because that's usually redundant. Ha! And also, we have actually read some stuff that we don't hate, so, eh. Yeah, like, I, I will say the stuff that stuff we read this week, I actually kind of enjoyed. It was a little, like, short, but that's also why we were able to use it for the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I also enjoyed it, hence why I agreed to <laughs> read it, kind of. I do like some bad stuff, but the last couple, week, couple episodes, we've actually had some, some decent, uh, a decent go-around. Yeah, and it's it's not like it's not like we think it's a bad story or whatever. In fact, I sometimes think we, just, we do. Well, sometimes we do, but um, I just want to emphasize that this podcast isn't about uh, telling people that their stuff is bad. It's more about just kind of poking fun at some stuff. Yeah, one one would say it's about embracing and disgracing fanfiction. Yeah, those two things that we that we say at the beginning of every episode, and I couldn't even think of our stupid mission statement. Or even your own name. Well, you know, sometimes words are hard, and sometimes Mondays are harder. Speaking of cats, uh, yeah, what, I do have a we... question. I have a question for you, Jacob. Okay. Whatever happened to the originals? I don't know. Maybe, maybe a, a cat creature or something. I don't know. But anyway, perhaps we're... that answer will be. Perhaps that question will be answered. <laughs> <laughs> perhaps that question will be answered on this week's episode. We did not do enough vocal warm ups. Clearly, 
Hey, hey, don't pull back the curtain too much. Yeah, so today we're looking at a a piece of fanfiction set in the in the universe of Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated. Uh, one could even a, call it one could even call it the Scooby Doo universe. Yeah, but most people wouldn't because that's weird. Yeah, I mean, it's a that's kind of an awkward portmanteau, but I'll allow it. This the Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated. Uh, series is just one of the more modern takes. I think it's from like 2012 or something like that on the classic cartoon series Scooby-Doo. Where are you? Uh, a show which I greatly enjoyed <clears throat> as excuse me as a child uh, and also as an adult because I am that now <laughs> technically. Technically, according to good old Uncle Sam. We're, yes. we're both adults. Technically. So this is actually kind of an ongoing series of stories, I think. Um, I we're looking think at, so. It, it is. Basically, I, I found the, I think the third or fourth uh, segment of this in the, in the like, just in section on fanfiction.net. So it was like oh, okay. recently submitted. And I was like, oh, this is part three. I'll, I'll go look at part one because Scooby-Doo. Um, so chapter one is called "Beware the Cat Creature Calls." Got uh, some yes. got some alliteration there. It's a yep. Good start. Uh, there's some like author's notes that just talks about um, how it's set in the Mystery Incorporated series. Uh, oh, is that what that stands for? Yes. Okay. Yes, SDMI Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated. That actually makes um, a lot of sense. I had no idea what that meant, but I, I just kept reading. I think it's because like um, the the mystery gang or whatever whatever you want to call them, Fred and Fred and Scoob and, and the gang. I think they basically run like a private eye agency. They that do they call Mystery what? Incorporated. That that was an odd coupling of characters that you use to describe everybody. Fre- Fred, Fred and, and Scoob, Scoob and, and the, the gang. gang. <laughs> okay, so Fred is like the impromptu leader. Uh, not yes. impromptu. I, I would say he's the de facto leader. And and I would Scoob agree. is the mascot and the you know, like the name of the show. <laughs> and yes. the gang is just uh, the rest of them. Okay, now, I have a question for you. Okay. Being that we've never talked about weed on this show before. Oh, boy. It kind of ties in. Could Scooby only talk to Shaggy because Shaggy was just blazed? Like, is right. that... Right. So this is, like, one of the great questions of our time was... Right. Um, w- were they always hungry for Scooby snacks because they had the munchies from from smoking right. so much? And that that's that's one of the more gosh. popular one of the more popular fan theories that I have uh, I have heard through the years. Yeah, I'm, I th- I'm wondering your opinions on the matter. Uh, I think it like obviously Cartoon Network or whatever network greenlit the series is never going to say that because it's made for kids but get it green lit green lit lit some green if you know what i mean a couple hours ago at hashtag 420 blaze it uh no i i think it i think it absolutely holds water if if you look at like when the original series came out which was like the The 60s 70s 60s a long time ago like back when like i was gonna say back when weed was huge but it's still pretty big (laughs) and, and legal now um like 1969 to present day shaggy does wear a green shirt if you know what i mean 
He does wear a green shirt, and he does kind of just look like your stereotypical like stoner. He's got like a little goatee and kind of long shaggy hair. Is that why uh, his name is Shaggy? That's probably part of the reason. Sorry, his name is Norville, but whatever. Boy, that's some bar trivia you got there. That's pretty Norville good. Norville Rogers? Yeah. Norville Rogers. I yep. like Shaggy better. Norville's yeah, kind I mean, of an unusual name. Yeah. So, is that is that a contraction of not Orville? <laughs> I, I don't know. Okay. All I know is that he was voiced by Casey Kasem for... A until long he died, time. yeah. <laughs> a until very he long died, time. yeah. Uh, yeah. I couldn't actually tell you when Casey Kasem died, but because I didn't even know he, uh, he he died until like 2013, <laughs> and he died in I googled it 2009. Oh, okay. There's sorry. So, he died in 20. Wait, no, he died in 2014. What the hell am I smoking? Yeah, I guess I guess to answer your question, you are smoking weed. To answer your other question, yeah, I definitely think uh, Shaggy is blazing up and hotboxing Scoob all the time. Well, now this is an interesting fact about Casey Kasem. Oh boy, someone's was, on IMDb. No, no, I'm on Wikipedia right now. <laughs> okay, so he was he was born in Detroit, Michigan. He died in Gig Harbor, Washington. And he's buried in... That is interesting. He's buried in Oslo, Norway? Sorry, I came a little early there. That is interesting. (laughs) Is there any explanation for why he was buried on a different continent? Uh, maybe? Let's find out. Oh, God. I I shouldn't have asked. Wikipedia doesn't give a reason. Cool. So, that was great radio. Um, Yeah. So... The now story. that we know everything about Casey Kasem and his uh, dead body. Yep. It took six months for him to get uh, interred in Oslo. Anyway. Oh, um, wow. That's really interesting. Uh, so this fan fiction, according to the author's note, does contain an OC character. Multiple, even. Mm, oh, sorry. It's OC character-centered. I misspoke there. Um, and each chapter is a different story. It all adds up together in the end. I promise it does. Um, and I own nothing from the world of Scooby-Doo. I only own all the OC characters in the story, named Oliver, Miley, Marley, Brady, and Charlie. It's a lot of E sounds right at the mm-hmm. end there. Oliver, Miley, Marley, Brady, Charlie, McDonald's. <laughs> They also so, they also point out that they're not like super happy with the way this chapter turned out. Um, since it's the first one, I'm guessing um, this is just kind of their first uh, shot at this. Yeah. And honestly, I think it's like a pretty solid first try. Um, it's it's fun. It's a little quick, but like it's also it's also modeled after like a 22 minute uh, cartoon, so that kind of makes sense. Yeah. So, um, just, let's, let's just get going, I just guess. Just go ahead and dive right in. Yeah. Um, so, Oliver Steelhouse, uh... That's a okay. good name. I like it. It's a good uh, wrestling name. So he is in the midst of a 
of an sports intense, ball game of an intense of the, of the basket variety of an intense basket sport game. Uh, it, it says it's near the last quarter of the game, which means it's it, it actually means it's near the end. <laughs> uh, so the the ref's whistle blows and he he claps to himself, and then there's just kind of a little action scene of the of the basketball. Uh, he finds himself jumping with great strength and tossing the ball as best he could. Does that mean shooting? Because um, I mean. Because tossing is a weird way of saying he shot One way the ball. or another, the ball was in his hands and that it was in the air. Uh, and in slow motion, uh, everybody watched the ball, uh, and it rolled into the basket, and the buzzer rang, and the crowd went roaring, because Oliver's team won. They sure so did. <laughs> that... That's a, that's a weird placement for a semicolon. I, so, I I also have kind of, like, noted that. It is a strange semicolon, but I think, I think it did as intended, because you did pause for dramatic effect there. Yes, And yes. I think that's exactly what that's supposed to indicate. Uh, yeah, it, it's just the... Or at least that's what I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna say to give the author the benefit of the doubt here. Right. It, it's, the, it's some creative like screenwriting. Right. The structure of the the structure of it didn't actually work out how it should. The sentence structure is just weird for that placement. Oh yeah, it's it's if, if like it was worded a little different, it would whatever. But oh no, it's definitely not correct grammatically. <laughs> I think I think it worked out fine. So um, they they did win. Yes. And that's that's kind of how it opens. That's I guess that's like the cold open before the theme song. Um, Come on, Scooby-Doo, where are you? That's the one that's going to get us sued. That was less than five seconds. It's is that, fine. Is that Hanna-Barbera or is that somebody, somebody else, Scooby-Doo? For, it's not for, important. Wait, wait, what, what do you mean? Just the, the theme like, song? No, like the... So, like, Scooby-Doo, where are you? Is that a, is that a Hanna-Barbera cartoon? Yeah, that was the original, the okay. original run. The original run was Scooby-Doo, where are you? Yeah. Okay. I just, I couldn't remember if it was Hanna-Barbera or something else, whatever the other <laughs> one is. I don't I, even, I don't. I know there were that. other ones, I just couldn't tell you what they were. Yeah, I couldn't either. they're basically all HB. So, yep. after, after the, uh... After the opening credits roll, Oliver and his teammates kind of come out of the locker room, go, and he kind of breaks away and meets up with his friends. Side note, Crystal Cove High School is where he goes, and their mascot is the Fighting Urchins. I think that's Uh, pretty good. Yeah, no, I like it. Uh, It should be noted that I believe, I don't think it was ever mentioned to, okay, so sorry, I'm going to back up there. I don't remember the name of their town ever being mentioned in the series, but in A Pup Named Scooby-Doo, uh, which I also enjoyed watching, mm-hmm. um, they went, or they, they lived in Coolsville. Coolsville. Oh, that's yep. great. Yeah. So, this is not the same, uh, it's not the same It is town. not where Scooby-Doo grew up. Right. It's not the same town. So there's kind of like this very sweet group hug 
with uh, with Oliver and his four friends, and we're kind of introduced to the to the gang here. We've got Oliver Steelhouse, the popular. Yep, and then we've got uh, we, we've got Marley, who uh, dirty blonde hair, hazel eyed Marley, who uh, who says, uh, "Awesome game, Oliver! You are magnificent out there." <clears throat> and Oliver mm-hmm. blushed. Oliver <laughs> blushed because of that. That beautiful, I mean, it's siren-esque a, voice. Oh yeah, definitely the voice is what did it. It's a it's a good compliment to be paid. Yes. So um, she, she's kind of uh, categorized as the, the researcher. So I guess she's like Velma. Uh, yes. Guess. Yeah. So Mar- Marley Savannah. Uh, then we've got Brady Ryan. Oh, well, Miley comes next in the. In the words, oh, she is introduced next. Yeah, so so Miley Sandstorm, the rich, popular, uh, blonde. What's 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 her name? What's her name? Daphne. Daphne the uh, yeah. the rich blonde Daphne like character. Sure. <clears throat> uh, la 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 la. Um, where she says, "Duh, we." Oh, so sorry. Oliver thanked them for coming. Or for go- or the, he's like, yeah, you guys going to the the after party? And then uh, Miley Sandstorm says, "Duh, we'd never miss it." Really, really a Valley Girl vibe. Yeah, because I only have two <laughs> two girl voices, <laughs> and I already used one of them. So nice, 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 nice. I mean, I I think you at least picked right for well. I don't know. They're both I'm, like, yeah. Who cares? They're, they're, it's all. It's all good. It's whatever. Uh, and then comes comes Brady. Uh, Brady Ryan, the laid Brady, back, the laid back food lover. Food lover. A uh, one one might call him Shaggy. Yeah. He's, um. He's got a bad case of the the munchos. Yeah. Uh. Do you, do you want to be Do you want to be Brady or do you want me to be Brady in uh in Shaggy's voice? Uh, do you have a, like, Shaggy impression? <laughs> like, Miley's right. After all, we're a second family. Zoinks. Mm-hmm. Oh, we do anything for each other. That's a pretty, that's a pretty good Shaggy, can, can, can I say? That's, like, very good. Yeah, thank you. Um, and he has short black hair and brown eyes. And so does his dog, probably. Uh, uh, his he has a German Shepherd, so brown uh, yeah, and, brown, brown uh, and black hair. Marley Marley calls him uh, a sly dog. Yeah, and that's funny. And, um, and the dog's name is Charlie. It's a good yep. name. So they uh, they head to the. It, yeah, so it says instantly the four friends and their canine. <laughs> I don't know why it doesn't spell out canine, K dash nine, K dash nine. So they head for their infamous van. Uh, Hot so there's mystery machine, and th- this is where it it gives the description. So there's Oliver Steelhouse, the popular Marley Savannah, the researcher Brady Ryan, the laid back food lover Miley Sandstorm, the rich popular, uh, and Brady's German Shepherd Charlie. Together, these five were unstoppable and the best of friends. So maybe that's like the opening credits. It it does like the. 
like Got the some work to mm, do now. not quite the Powerpuff Girls thing, but like the thing where like they slide in from the side of the screen. So they slide in from the right. First person goes on the left side of the screen. It's like Oliver Steelhouse. Oh yeah, yeah. And then Marley slides in from the left, goes goes to the right corner. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, no, I gotcha. Kind of, kind of an intro, and then right, right in the middle, Brady's German Shepherd, Charlie. Da 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 da. Yeah, that's definitely the theme song. So they hop in the van. Oliver's driving. Uh, Miley's in the passenger seat, and Marley. Man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna not enunciate well enough, and definitely just blind. Molly, blend, blend together Miley and Marley into Marley, Brady and Charlie sat in the back, which is really close to the usual setup because it's almost always uh, Fred, Velma in the middle, Daphne in the passenger seat, and then Shaggy and Scooby get the back to themselves. Mm-hmm. But I suppose yeah, they it's... need everybody to have their own seatbelt. So yeah. And it seems like this is pretty much the OG Mystery Machine, or like a newer version painted the same way. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so, oh, and it, it even says that they sat in their, their normal seats. Mm-hmm. Of course they uh, have normal seats and normal outfits that they wear every day, too, probably. <laughs> uh, I, I do want to point out that I think it's really weird when uh, TV shows and movies, like, they make... They make opposites, like, best friends. Because, like, I don't know. I just, it, like, I think about... Uh, so, can you, like, do you have an example? Yeah. So, like, in, uh, like, in, in Scooby-Doo, like, y- you've got the, the, the two popular kids. Like, Fred's family is pretty well off, if I remember right. He wears an ascot. He's got yeah. it loaded. So, like, so, like... Fred and Daphne, that that pairing makes sense. Like they're both popular, everybody they, likes them. Yeah, they're they both generally the good looking. Yeah, they're they're both like generally considered to be good looking people. Like, there's really no reason that they would ever like, like be really good friends with like this stoner kid who hangs out with a completely different crowd and the nerd who is always reading and, and losing her glasses. Yeah, that she can't see anything without. It's and like like they just. There's a lot of, like, forced friendships that go on in, like, TV shows mm-hmm. and stuff, and it's, yeah, it's just weird, because that doesn't yeah, like, it, usually it happen Yeah, it doesn't really life. happen in real life. Counterpoint, uh, Shaggy does have a cool dog. I don't know how Velma got in, though. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's, that's my, uh, that's my, uh, opinion on that. That is, it is kind of interesting. I, like, obviously our experiences aren't universal or whatever. No. But I also think it's it's kind of, like, I would be surprised if that kind of thing happened in, say, my high school, where it was definitely super clicky, where you had popular kids, nerds, you know, jocks, whatever. The the, the typical, like, high school uh, cast system, if you will. Yeah, yep. Um, my, so I would be surprised way. by that. But I guess, like, if it happens in cartoons, like, m- maybe... They're, they're trying to encourage uh, kids to yeah. like intermingle with others that are less similar to them. Maybe I don't know. Yep. So as they're driving, there's an explosion. Like, yeah, like, so. like, like I don't know why I said it so cartoony. Like people probably died. Yeah. Like it, it says it's a giant explosion from a nearby building. Um, 
and they just kind of like stare in shock as this presumably like a cloud of like billion black smoke like comes out of the store or whatever and here comes a creature it's the bank manager (laughs) okay okay calm down it's so it's like a cat-like thing it's six eight orange fur sharp fangs glowing yellow eyes and a tail as long as charlie's okay so how long are like german shepherd's tails uh i don't i don't know um, I don't either, because Scooby Doo is definitely wondering why, a Great Dane. Like I'm wondering why monarchy. Garfield ran out of this, ran out of this <laughs> oh, burning <crap>. building. <laughs> it's a giant mutated Garfield. Yeah, um, German Shepherd tails are actually pretty long. Hmm. Uh, it goes from their back hips almost to the ground. Oh like, wow! And they're yeah. not exactly short dogs. No. Huh. Interesting. So that's a decent-sized tail, although not really relative to a six-foot cat, but sure. Long enough. Yeah. Yeah. So, of course, they're all kind of, like, surprised by this, but they're also, like, the mystery gang or whatever you want to call them. Mystery Incorporated. Yeah, they run Mystery Incorporated. Uh, So the cat, like, jumps jumps out of view, and they're like, what was that? Okay, I'm, hang on. I need to, yeah, I need yeah, to write this. I need to write this down because I don't have any idea which character is which. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So, hang on. So Brady is. Uh, so so let's see. Oliver Oliver is Fred. <laughs> Let me just go ahead and write this down at the same time because I don't have the analogs. Uh, <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, where where'd that go? So Oliver is Fred. Marley is Velma. And. Brady is Shaggy, and Miley is Daphne, and Charlie, Charlie is Scoob. Okay. Charlie Scoob. Okay. <laughs> okay, now that we got that figured cool. out. Cool, <laughs> I've got my, got my codex decrypted. <laughs> Oh, uh, hang on, I should, should make a note here. This is, uh, ring. This is Valley Ready Girl. Ready to go. This is Valley Girl, and this is... Get your voices down. This is this is just high pitch. <laughs> <laughs> and those other two are easy. Okay. Uh, you're, you're Oliver, by the way. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't have a voice for, for Fred, so you get to be Oliver. <laughs> so let's see here. So that was... Okay. That was Brady. What? So here's the problem with me doing Fred is every time I think of Fred, I picture that stupid meme, which is his. <laughs> he just like looks vaguely excited while everyone else is kind of horrified. And of course, in the meme text, it just says, that's my fetish. And that's, that's all I can think of when I, when I think of Fred. That in the time that he like lost his ascot, I think. And he just felt lost as a person. Oh, Yeah. Good times. Oh. Oh, my goodness. I'll do my best, though. <laughs> I mean, all you have to do is sprinkle in the phrase, uh, let's set a trap, and you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, all right, explosion, giant cat creature. Let's split up. Yep. Shut up, Fred. <laughs> it never works. Okay. <clears throat> like, what, what was that? <clears throat> 
I don't know. But one thing's for sure. It looks That's like my fetish. Mystery on our... <laughs> <laughs> looks like we've got a mystery and something slimy on our hands. Oh. Uh, it's oh. just a mystery on their hands, but, you know. <laughs> Oliver's a real dirty bird. Oh. And I don't know about you guys, but I think a mystery is a little more important than an after party. And I know someone who might be able to help us, said Miley. Uh, with, a, oh, with a finger snap. Come on, to the Mystery Museum. Which is a thing? Yeah, I, okay, so I, I, did, I did a little research here. The Mystery Museum isn't a thing that I was able to find. So I think it might be a creation of fiction for this. Uh, for this particular, like, universe they've created. And I'll explain yep. why later. Um, uh, but, yeah, but when I cause... googled Scooby-Doo Mystery Museum, all they came up was a Lego set of, like, Mummy Museum Mystery. Ah, uh, okay. Because apparently there's Scooby-Doo Legos now. And so, this is this is one of those situations where it, like, cuts to black, and then it comes back... And here's Miley already finishing up the explanation. And that's why we need your help. Yeah, it, that's exactly what happened. There was definitely a commercial break in there. We heard some uh, stuff about Boomerang. It's always coming back to you. Uh, you're an expert on this stuff. I mean, you do own this museum, V. And one can only assume that V so, is is Velma. But Yeah, Velma's pretty... Or V is pretty clearly Velma, but that's okay. I think they're, like, definitely leaning into it. Um, yeah. Obviously, like, by calling them V. So, the reason that it's called the Mystery Museum is because it's a museum all about the original Mystery Gang. But who, it's not... I guess, have, like, yeah. retired or something? Or got old and died. Yeah, well, okay. I mean, Velma's still alive. But yeah, for, for whatever reason, they're not—they're uh, not going around solving mysteries anymore. I mean, Great Danes do have a lifespan of six to eight years. So. Oh, oh boy! And there is a character named Marley. So, yep, it's all—it's all there, Illuminati. <clears throat> yep. So basically, uh, Half Life Three confirmed. Brady notices like there's a there's a display at the Mystery Museum dedicated to the original the original crew. So it's talking about, you know, one kid had a blonde hair and a, a white top with, with blue pants. He's wearing an orange ascot. You've uh, got Against his back was a girl with red orangish hair and a purple dress and a green ascot. I and never there was realized a... she wore an ascot. I always thought it was just a, a fancy scarf, but Me too. Uh, and then on the left stood, uh, uh, and then there was a dog, and on the left of the dog was a boy with shaggy sandy brown hair and green shirt, bell bottoms, and black shoes. And, and a blunt. And standing back to back with the boy in the green shirt was another girl with brown hair and glasses with an orange sweater and a red shirt just above the knees. I thought that was a skirt. Yeah, it like definitely was. Uh, I thought she wore like a sweater and a skirt. I, yeah, apparently it's a sweater with just a really long t-shirt. Well, this is an alternate universe where it's just a long shirt like Lana in Archer. Yep. And checks out. Uh, and then, no doubt, that dog was a Great Dane with black spots and a blue collar with the initials SD. Scooby-Doo. South Dakota. For Super Dog. San Diego. Underdog. 
Scrappy-Doo. So San Diego Mystery Incorporated, now airing on Cartoon Network. Boomerang. It's always coming back to you. Uh, so Oliver reads the inscription that just says... Mystery Incorporated. Sorry, that's the plank. Here is the plank lab. Um, and why does Miley keep talking? We could just like summarize what they're saying. Yeah, <laughs> if you'd prefer. Yeah, we can. So uh, they, they basically do some wondering aloud. That's like, man, I always wondered like what what happened with the OG Mystery Incorporated with the original Mystery Incorporated. And definitely not Velma V pretty quickly says, yeah, well, you know, whatever happens, still a mystery to this day. You know, maybe you should, maybe kids should be getting going. It's kind of late. And everyone is kind of, like, surprised at being rebuffed this way. <laughs> yeah, definitely, and she... Definitely well, nothing well, suspicious. Well, yeah, no, no, it should be noted that uh, that V is just like, yeah, no, who knows? You guys should leave. It's late. And then she leaves. <laughs> and then she leaves. Yeah. I, I I don't I don't understand why, but I kind of figured she lived there, but <laughs> probably not. It's a museum, not a not a home. But yeah, so so Oliver's like, yeah, no, she's right. We should uh, we should just bounce. Uh, we need to rest, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll go we'll go to the party. Okay. Yeah, he says we need rest. We'll head home and join the party. Wait, we pick one, Fred. I mean. Those I mean, aren't Oliver? really compatible ideals if it's a real party. Yeah. So they basically uh, decide we'll we'll meet up tomorrow and you know start uh start looking for some clues about this about this cat monster creature. Yep. So then, uh, like, sounds like a plan. I'm starving. And then uh, Charlie's like, me too," but doesn't actually say that. Just barks. Charlie, Charlie, do. Yeah, okay, sure. Mm, yeah, sure. Uh, so then they head back to the mystery machine, and we just skip the party. There's no there's no party scene. Yeah, um, we got another fade to black. Some time passes. The next morning, five friends are sitting around in Oliver's living room, and they're kind of trying to figure out, like, anything they can about this cat thing. But they're not really having any luck. Uh, and suddenly, oh my gosh! That was Marley. I let me consult my notes. Which one is Marley? Velma. Well, I don't think that was the right voice, but it's okay. No, no, Velma's just the high-pitched one. It just goes, "Oh my gosh, like what's up?" Oh Marley? yeah, it turns out I didn't actually keep mental stock of the voices either. Yeah, you never do. That's why Baby Bowser had like twelve different voices. <laughs> Ooh yeah. No, no, that was Bowser. Oh, right, Baby Bowser. Yeah, Bowser Jr., he was just a... He was a real goober. I'm not going to try to do that again, because I, I... Honestly, I could go listen to it right now, and I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to recreate it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so as it turns out, uh, the cat creature struck multiple times. Uh, there's, there's a headline that says, uh, Cat Creature Strikes Again. Um, stole more than just jewels. Officials of Crystal Cove are wonder are worried that if this cat creature isn't stopped soon, Crystal Cove will have will have to serious action. So yeah, I'm assuming that's someone uh, 
whoever's writing the headlines on this newspaper should be fired immediately. Probably. Or at least, like, trained how to form sentences. Yes. Well, guys, I think we've got our mystery confirmed. Maybe what we need to do is head back to the scene of the crime. You know, Blake's Jewelry Store. Well, That, that was, was actually, Brady, not yeah, Fred. Brady. Oh, well. Uh, he had a moment of clarity. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, it's, it's really weird. They never, you never see Shaggy like, early in the morning because he's actually like, stone-cold sober, and he sounds like a professor. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so Marley shuts the laptop, and the five of them head to the old van. They took their normal spots and drive to Blake's jewelry store. There's some unnecessary information in this paragraph. Climbing into the van, the five kids took their normal spots, and Oliver started the van. Okay, but like, at least it wasn't like they took their normal spots. Oliver at the wheel, Velma in the sidecar, <laughs> like Velma in the sidecar. <laughs> Velma in the sidecar is my favorite song by the Ramones. It's oh man, it's so good. Well, the good news is, I'm like ninety percent sure Velma we have an episode title. I'm like 90% sure we have an episode title. Yeah, we do. Okay, I'm, I'm actually going to write that down. <laughs> yeah, so am I. Don't worry. Velma in the sidecar. <laughs> That's going to give away the... Uh, oh, who cares? The, the material immediately, which is fine. Uh, <laughs> okay, so, so I just think this visual is great, where it's like... There's like, a sidecar hanging out in this giant whoa. van. Well, yeah, so it's, it's, it's Fred and Daphne in the front seat, because, you know, everybody knows that those two are, like, like they're together. Like, they're they're, they're, to- they're totally together. And then you got Shag and Scoob in the back, and they're just, they're just blazing in the back, just like... <laughs> so, so, so they're just blazing in the back, and everybody's just they're like... They're rolling coal, basically. And, and everybody's just like, yeah, we don't actually like Velma that much. That's why she's in the sidecar of our van. <laughs> Oh. Does your does your not does your van not have a sidecar? Oh, because like when I was a kid, I always had to ride in our van sidecar. Yeah, what does that? It was kind of scary because like you know sometimes oncoming traffic would get pretty close. It was weird. Like the sidecar's on the left. You would think it would be on the right where it wouldn't almost get sideswiped like every five seconds on the interstate. By the way, it's open air also. It was terrifying. Did you at least have, like, the cool goggles? Oh, yeah, I had cool goggles and a sidecar falcon. Oh, it was so cool. Oh, jeez. Okay. So, they, uh... Oof. Calm down a little bit there. So they, uh, they get to the jewelry store across the street. They park across the street, and they walk, they, they walk over to the jewelry store, and there's the, the police... And the mayor. Yeah. And then... I was expecting more interaction from the mayor here, but that's okay. It seems weird to mention him. They're just kind of, like, there. And the the sheriff is just like, oh, no, not the mystery freaks. Okay, so we've got got John Wayne as Sheriff Stewart. Uh, and then... Like, what's that supposed to mean? Uh, I'm just adding in the word like in front of everything that yeah, he says. Yeah, no, that's, that's fine. basically it's, how he talks. definitely uh, what Shaggy do. Uh, it means that you kids cause nothing but more trouble and you need to leave the scene. Pilgrims. Pilgrims. 
We've got it covered, and as sheriff of this town, I advise you to keep your noses out of the mess, pilgrims. So they clearly don't have, like, a great relationship with the sheriff. Sheriff Stewart. Sheriff Stewart. Um, probably because they're always, like, contaminating crime scenes. Probably. Uh, and then good old, good old Marley is there to explain, uh... We can't. Once we detect a mystery, we're there to solve it. Thanks, Velma. Thanks, Mickey Mouse. Ho, ho, thanks. You're welcome. Ho. You're really pulling a lot of the, a lot of the weight in this, in this episode voice-wise. I think Oliver's had like two lines, and that is yeah. fine hey, with me. to be fair, you did score probably the winning basket of the game. I it didn't say I, that, but mm, it I was extrapolating. I mean, there wasn't. It was near the end of the. It was near the 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 last quarter of the game, Rich. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's probably it. Uh, so then, uh, Brady has to add. There's a lot of Brady in this story. There's. I mean, he is the mm. most fun voice to do. Like she's right. None. And if you don't mind, we'd like to take a look around. And the sheriff's just like, yeah, no. How about not? And then the mayor interrupts him. Oh, Jason, let the kids have a look around. What armed could it do? Yeah, except Uh contaminating a crime scene, Mr. Mayor. Also, they're high schoolers. It's just a robbery. Who cares? (laughs) (laughs) But the sheriff actually kind Mm. of, like, acquiesces to this idea. Well, all right. But if you ki- if you pilgrims mess anything up, I swear, sheriff, we've talked about this. You're slowly devolving into, into Randy. Ooh yeah. Ooh, sheriff, sheriff, I told you, if you give these kids any trouble, you're gonna be in the world of pain. The creep. Unbalanced, off balance doesn't matter. I'm the mayor of you. <laughs> And then, then, <laughs> so uh, then they Oliver... just kind of like head into this crime scene. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Mayor Meadows. We'll investigate and let you know what we find. Wink. Ba-da-da. He didn't actually wink, but like, ding. I'm pretty sure <laughs> it was definitely implied. <laughs> so uh, they head into this active crime scene. Yep. Uh, stands and display cabinets were locked over Glass scattered around the whole scene Other jewelry pieces were tossed around like someone was looking for a certain item They split up and began to look for some sort of clues on the cat creature Let's split up Because this jewelry store must be enormous Hey gang, check this out After half an hour, Miley finds something Well, thank goodness they montaged that Or did like a, a star wipe or something well, no, no, no. What it did was uh, the uh, the camera shifted over to the clock on the to wall. To the clock, yeah. And then it did it did it did, it did the where where the, the hands the just fade. moved really quick. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it didn't fade. It just the hand oh. moved very quickly, but to show passage of time. I see. Um, and then there was a piece of the cat creature's fur. Yeah. So it's some like orangish fur. Um, except Oliver says, hmm, it's defiantly different. 
Which probably means definitely different. But I also like that it's different Def- in defiance of society's norms. Well, I mean... The curtains were blue. <laughs> what was that, like episode four? Did we talk about that? Oh, yeah, we did. We oh, definitely cool. talked about that before. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, oh, no, t- sorry, 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 sorry. Rich, I... I know you've used both of your girl voices. I got this one. I think I know what you're going for. Go ahead. Sorry? No, no, go ahead. <laughs> okay, because I... Hmm. Now that you've said that, I No, no, think, no, just, just go with it. I'll I tell think you what you I was thinking. you want me to do Slug Lady from, uh, from that's Monsters, what, Inc.? Uh, that's what I figured you were going. All right, well... No, no, just, I, just do what you were going to do. You, you know there's no going back once, once right, I think right. about that. Yeah. Different. Nope. Sorry. That's the Macho Man again. Yeah, it he's, is. He's really trying to try to break out of his cage. Different. Different. Okay. <laughs> My store is attacked by some odd creature. They send a bunch of, of kids to investigate. Has this town become this low? Does the whole town not know about them? Because, like... That's something that... Because this is obviously not their first mystery. Yeah. And that's definitely something that would, like, make headlines. Speaking of which, have you seen <laughs> the, the film Mystery Team? Starring Donald Glover? No. And others? Oh, it's really good. So it, it came out... It's on Netflix. It came out in, like, I don't know, like 2009 or something like that. It's literally, like... Just him and a couple other people. Aubrey Plaza's in it. I like that show. And she's pretty good. Um, It's like a really funny movie that does tons of, like... It it plays up tons of stuff about the, like, kid detective gang. Because it's it's a gang of detectives. It's it's these three guys who have been, like, a detect... uh, They've been the mystery team solving mysteries. You know, like, I lost my cat... Uh, and define my walkie-talkie, whatever, for years. But now they're in, like, they're ready to graduate high school. So everything's just a little absurd. It's not quite cute anymore. Anyway, uh, that movie's great. You should go watch it. Mystery Team. Okay. And something reminded me of that, but I don't know what. <laughs> oh, either. it's it's the fact that this town would know if, if some kids... Uh, like oh yes it's on netflix like solve the crime yeah no i just i i told you that uh because oh, yeah because the the whole the whole thing in the movie is like these <laughs> these kid detectives actually like have to solve a murder <laughs> and that would definitely make the papers oh yeah definitely and i mean they've had to do it at least th- there's got to be more than one if they're like are if they're like on good terms with the mayor like Oh, yeah, if they're on good terms with the mayor, like, for sure. Because, yeah, because the sheriff definitely knows who they are. The mayor definitely knows who they are and trusts them to wander into a crime scene. Yeah. With, without, like, messing anything up too bad. Uh, so then Brady questions this lady, and she's like, which is weird. He's just like, um, I'm not going to do the voice. He's like, um, excuse me, but who exactly are you? Oh, me? I'm Miranda Wildman, manager of Blake's Jewelry Store and fine owner of many different voices and future owner of this place. 
So like I it hmm. okay so so like it's, she definitely did it right well that's that well that's what they want us to think <laughs> so probably okay because so that's like, almost always how it turns out is. yeah in, in my notes I have here Miranda Wildman is the manager and future owner so she probably did it <laughs> so, so so how it like how I remember almost every episode going is you're introduced to character x who is immediately the first suspect something happens later where you're like oh no it can't be character x it's totally character y and then in the end it's definitely character x yeah pretty much so Uh, except in a pup named scooby-doo where fred always and immediately suspects red harry every time red herring yeah no no his last name is herring it's not harry no, he's Harry. Red Harry, like H-A-R-R-Y. I guarantee it's a, you. It's a pun, but it's... No, no, his name is actually Red Herring. Really? Oh, my... No, it can't be. It has to be a pun. No. Oh, that's actually his name? Yes. It's not even a pun at that point. No, it's not. It's just like, oh, look, one kid knows what a... What a literary device is And knows that it's not going to be read every time Dang it I I, That's so disappointing to me Although not really Okay so It's still like a good joke Every episode There is one episode Where Red Herring actually does the crime There was once It was was not a a big crime obviously Because he keeps coming back But but I remember that episode Where his imme- like Fred immediately jumps up to say it's Red Herring, and somebody's like, "You always blame him. It's and never he's like, him." Okay, you're go right. this entire episode without saying it. And so <laughs> like the entire time he's like he's sitting there, he's just like, I, 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 it's, "It's it's him. It's him. I know it's him." But he can't say it, and he never and, says and it. Watching this, you know, like, oh, it's actually going to be him this time, <laughs> and it totally was. It actually definitely was. So so Red Herring. Uh, a name that disappoints me because I thought it was a pun and it actually wasn't. Uh, but yeah, has so nothing to do with this story. But Miranda I, Wildman is definitely like her last name's Wildman. Yeah, I find it hilarious that she she walk like she walks into this store that also she probably shouldn't be in because it's still a crime scene, and she's like, "What the hell are these kids doing here?" And one of the kids is like. Yeah, but who are you to come into our crime scene? Yeah. What are you, the feds? We got this on lock. So then, pretty much she, she explains what happened. Yeah. Basically she was working and then getting ready to close up when uh, Shazam, there was a cat creature that broke through the glass and then robbed the whole place. And my first thought is, wait, wasn't there a giant explosion at this store? <laughs> How is she fine? Of course, oh, if she yeah. was the cat creature, it wouldn't be a problem. Oh. Uh, and then Marley asks if there's anything else that happened. And she's like, oh, yeah. It wouldn't have mattered if you robbed the place clean, except you stole the most valuable item in here. The sapphire ruby. Yeah. Which, I don't know what that would look like, because it'd have to be both blue and red 
Might as well just be an emerald. <laughs> there's your yeah. Pokemon reference. There's, there's one in every episode, just like how there's a Superman reference in every Seinfeld episode. Oh. I don't think we've referenced Pokemon in every episode, have we? It's gotta be close, but probably not. Probably, yeah, that's true. Um, so... If you're listening, please don't go looking for Pokemon references. They're not there, probably. But actually, you should, and while you're at it, uh, just, like, rate us on iTunes. Um, so... Uh... Then everybody's like, oh my goodness, um, like, that's terrible, and Miranda's like... Yes, yes, it's all very bad. Now, if you would excuse me, I'd like it if you all left and left this to the authorities. The authorities. Yeah. Um, and she starts to shove the kids out of the store, and then they're just like, yeah, all right, and then they frown at Miranda. And then they decide to break the law and come back at night. So they come back with flashlights. <laughs> um, I mean, whatever. They already busted up the crime scene. And everything's probably gone by now anyway. Yeah. But they so did find something. This time, Brady finds something. Uh, and uh, it's an order form. Of course it is. To the address of Warehouse 12, 1313 Windsor Road. That's odd. What? That is oh, odd. Sorry, that's that's Smiley. That's odd. Why would a cat creature or a jewelry store manager need from a warehouse outside of Crystal Cover? Is it Crystal Cover? It's Crystal they've Cove. Said... They've misspelled it twice. Okay, okay. Glad you know that. Crystal Cove makes so much more sense. Yeah. With the fighting urchins? Yeah. Uh, and that's when Oliver's like, I don't know, but that's where our clue's gonna be to the mystery machine. Now, there's this kind of ominous bit here where it says, after they go to the mission machine, it says, the others had no choice but to follow. With an ellipses. Yeah. <laughs> What's that about? So, I mean, okay, so that's that's very clearly, if, if we want to go cinematography here, like, they, they, <laughs> all of our, like, the mystery gang here walks out of frame and then it kind of like zooms into the bush behind them, and you just see two oh, eyes like staring yeah. out. I like I like that. I forgot and about then, those and, scenes. And then it fades to black. I forgot about those scenes. Yeah, so that's definitely what's happening here. Is someone or something, actually mul- multiple someone or someone's or multiple somethings, are following them apparently. Yeah, because they're always being followed, so... So then, when we return from commercial break, we <laughs> fade into a warehouse with lightning streaking across the sky in the background, probably. And the kids pull up and park... <laughs> exactly. Beautiful. Excellent Foley work from, from Rich the Dick Stevens. They, the kids pull up, uh, and they yell to the cabbie, yo home, smell you later. They look at then their they kingdom, they're finally there. To sit uh, on their thrones fresh as the... Prince of Warehouse 12. As the royalty, the fresh royalty of Warehouse 12. So they climb out of the thing, they got their flashlights, they're kind of looking around, and then they find a bunch of boxes, they kind of, they're all like being shipped to different locations, apparently. Just based on stuff like written or sprayed on the side of the boxes, they crack. Well, also, them open. and that's how warehouses work. That is how warehouses work. Okay, well, not all warehouses. 
I, That's I, true. I did work in a warehouse, and it wasn't just like wooden crates from the end of Indiana. Oh Jones. no, 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 no! I meant, I meant it's just boxes that are being shipped to different places. Oh yeah, that's definitely how warehouses work. So, you know, they they've definitely found a clue so they start breaking things open as you do. As you do. And they happen to find a bunch of jewels, which is pretty fortunate, but also necessary to get it on their first try for the sake of time because again, tw- 22 minute episode. Right, but I mean that's why that's why they show the clock and then fast forward, but what mm-hmm. And then Marley finds uh Marley uh, Marley finds look gang it's the sapphire ruby Yes yeah, so they've got they've got the uh the the big thing that they're like okay this is definitely definitely what's going on and by the way I forgot to mention uh I I kind of wonder how much the uh, sapphire ruby was insured for cuz if someone stole it and also happened to have an insurance plan out for it they could sell it two times just saying, Miranda definitely did it. You know, as two people who have technically read this story, we don't know that for sure. Um, right, but uh, that that was my mindset. Like, that's what I wrote down. Oh, okay, okay. See, like, my mindset when I was reading this was like, like, it has to be her, because we've been introduced to zero other characters. <laughs> right, that was kind of my thinking as well. Because like, it's definitely not... to something else, but... Like, it's definitely not the mayor, and I guess it could technically be either the mayor or the police chief, but, like, eh. Yeah. Unless <laughs> yeah. it's, like, a kid from the other basketball team or something. <laughs> yeah, screw their after party. I'm gonna steal some jewels. <laughs> yeah, like, oh dang it! I can't believe Oliver made that shot. I'm gonna rob a store for revenge. <laughs> uh, so then, uh, then they're like, I think this mystery's about wrapped up. It's trapping time, which is like uh, the Power Rangers version of morphing time. Pretty much. So this is when Fred goes all Fred, and. Uh, and Charlie goes all Charlie. And Oliver's and like barking. Yeah, so uh it's trapping time and Charlie starts barking. Bark 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 bark. Bark bark. Look around to see what, what he's barking at. And it's a kitty. It's Meow. a cat creature. From the Gar- shadows. Garfield's <gasps> here for his lasagna. No, he's here for his ruby and sapphire. His special edition copies of Pokemon. <laughs> uh, they're hacked versions. Garfield's totally going to start with Litten. Oh, uh, oh man. So Litten's all four like, friends. Like the best, most disappointing evolution. Uh, so then Oliver's just like, yo, guys, we should probably run. Yeah, he says it as calmly as that. He definitely doesn't say in, in full caps just the word run. No, definitely not. Uh, so then they uh, run. And they split up, which is actually a good move here. Yeah, so the cat starts to chase uh, Brady slash Shaggy uh, and Charlie slash Scooby. Uh, and then as they, they they run and they dodge corners and the cat's just like, nah, and just goes right through the, the, the boxes. Uh, and then they come to a dead end. They're like, oh no, sorry. <clears throat> Like, this is it, Scoob. I'm oh, sorry. Like, this is it, Charlie. <laughs> We're done for. Uh, and then Charlie gets... <laughs> uh, so this part's kind of funny, because it, it specifies here 
that Charlie is the dog. <laughs> so like, Charlie, his dog, got in front of him. Yeah, uh, barking at the cat creature, and then heard a noise from above the warehouse catwalk. Get it? Nice. Catwalk? Nice, Cause there's nice, a... nice, 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 nice. Uh, but there's so not a catwalk united. Oh, man! Wacky! Uh, and Oliver, Miley, and Marley are up top, and the cat creature... <clears throat> You've gone too far this time, and you know too much for your own good, you meddling kids. And then Charlie barked. And a whistle from above, and they all stood waving. Uh, Then they look up, and Oliver, Miley, and Marley are waving with smug looks. Meddle this, cat creature! Uh, And then they untied three ropes, and... The catwalk, the catwalk swings down. Swings down and, like, brutally murders this cat creature. Uh, and it flings him, flings the cat creature back into a pile of boxes. And he's trapped in tangled web. He's so, like, he gets flung into, like, a box with, like, piles of jewelry in it. And he gets wrapped up in the chains and stuff, I guess. I guess? Like, I don't really know. It's totally a thing that would happen. Yeah. Because then, like, as long as the head is free, they can pull the mask off and say which, it's old man Jenkins. Which they totally do. Oh, yeah, Oliver definitely. reaches for the villain's mask and pulls it off, and everyone is shocked to see. I oh. can't I, I can't do three voices at once, yeah, so. <laughs> I mean, if you want to do three at the same time, I can kind of, like, do some wizard editing magic. You want me to? I actually would like to. That would be fun for sure. me to edit. Sure. Uh, so, let's see. Why don't you do Oliver's and then I'll do. Sure, Stuart. Pretty good. Yeah. So I don't know if we mentioned this, but uh, Velma mentioned uh, when they were asking for advice. She said back in the day, like it always ended up being someone in like a monster costume. But if this is actually a monster, like I don't know if I can really help you guys. That's that's just what the stories have told me is it was always someone in a mask. And right. it turns out that was the case here as well. Right. Um, so. They're uh, all kind of confused, just like I am. But I don't understand. I could have sworn it was Miranda. So did I. Oliver and also Jacob admitted as he frowned. <laughs> Even though this doesn't make sense, I can see how he could be the cat creature. And everybody's really confused when they look at Miley. It's simple, really. If you look at the facts, Sheriff Stewart was the only one with access to all the buildings in Crystal Cove because, well, he's the sheriff. That's not how police departments work. So maybe Miley was supposed to be Velma. But no, 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 because they said that that Marley is the researcher, did they not? Yeah, they definitely did. Like, I'm going back right now. Velma's the one that's always just like, oh, I get it. Yeah. And then explains it for the children watching at home. <clears throat> right. Marley is the researcher, Miley is the rich one. So, like, well, I'm it's definitely. It's like their names are really similar. Yeah. Uh, da 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 da. Hang on, I gotta find the spot again. I'm... Oh, okay. Mar- Marley actually does add something here to, to explain some light exposition. <clears throat> oh. She says, uh, there we go. Oh, oh so, because it- so because he has access, he was able to plant the items in the jewelry store, making us think it was Miranda and not him. 
Yeah, like, it's a perfect, perfect crime, really. Like, bingo. Got it. Uh, so then... Uh, so then Rich really just <clears throat> ruins his vocal cords by having to keep switching voices. But something still bothers me. Why? Why be the cat creature? Uh, you're the sheriff, aren't you? No, I was the mayor. Ah, shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, sheriff, sheriff's voice was, um, um... John Wayne. All right, because I was tired of being staged up by you mystery brats, and I was tired of being paid the lowest by the government, and... <laughs> Some commentary there. I completely skimmed over that part. Yeah, so I totally I've... missed that the first time, too. <laughs> uh, I knew he wanted to get rich. I didn't know it was because he didn't get paid enough by the government. And I was going to take all the jewels and sell them to pilgrims for big bucks to be <laughs> rich. It's funny because Rich is voicing him. <laughs> and I would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for you meddling kids and your pilgrims. And, and your, your dogs. dog. Ugh. So just like that, Mayor Meadows shows up and uh, brings apparently some police. Yeah, uh, you know, just the police. You know, just the police, but not the sheriff. Uh, and they kind of take him away. And then Marley kind of spots something lying in the grass as they're, like, you know, getting ready to go, head, heading out. Yeah. Uh, the Just in front of the cop car, so, like, I don't know if that's... Special placement, like if someone would have dropped it there. I don't really yeah. know. Uh, so the item itself was a silver heart-shaped necklace, uh, and it had V plus S forever on it. On the back was another was another carved in a heart, smaller than the necklace. Uh, she eyed the scene to make sure no one was watching, and she picked it up. So my first thought was like, oh, Velma and Shaggy, what a like cool nod that they're doing. Oh, see, I was thinking like, oh boy, they're the Velma Scooby uh, relationship confirmed. Uh oh. Uh, so then she pops it but open. And then immediately, like, explains it, what it yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, two kids, uh, the girl with brown hair and glasses, and on the r- right was the boy with brown hair and a green shirt. So, indeed, Velma and Chagron. Norville. Norville. Not Orville, but Norville. Um, so yeah, she just kind of, like, she looks at it and is like, huh, that's neat, and, like, pockets it. And then they, they leave, and as they walked away, no one noticed someone watching them in the bushes. Now this time, instead of... I know it says watching them in the bushes, but this time, instead of eyes peering out of bushes, it's as they walk as they walk away, there's a painting on a wall behind them, and the eyes move and follow them. E- even though it clearly says bushes. <laughs> clearly. It's a painting of some bushes. There we go. Oh, uh. Yeah. Okay, it's a, spooky, it's a painting of spooky bushes with eyes, and the eyes follow them. Also, it's hanging outside from a tree? No, 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 it's just a mural on the side of the warehouse. Okay, oh, okay. And the eyes are gigantic. <laughs> yeah. Because they've got to be like scaled the, to the, to the it's mural. It's basically the, like, billboard from uh, The Great Gatsby. Oh, yeah. I can I can dig that. Yeah. That's a book that I've read twice. That's, like, one of the few things I remember from the beginning of that book. Yeah. 
Uh, so because that's... Because guess, guess what? We talked a lot about the symbolism of those eyes. We definitely oh, yeah. did no, in I've my been lit in a... class. I was going to say, I, I was also in high school. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I actually read that book twice, once because of high school and a second time because of college, so... Oh, really? That's... Yeah. Hmm. Did, did you actually read it either time? Oh, no, no, I read it the first time. I okay. I skimmed it the second time because, like... You just need a quick refresher. Yeah, like bu- books are books are good. So it's a good book, by the way. Like it's very good. Oh yeah, I agree. Just because I had to read it in school doesn't mean it was bad. So I actually am definitely going to go back, and I'm going to go see if there's more to this story. Because like I kind of want to know if they ever confirm that. Like, who's following around and stuff? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure it's V slash Velma. Because that's definitely Velma. Like, I, th- I I want it to be the whole gang or, like, part of the gang minus someone who, like, disappeared or something like that. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool, too. Like, the the fact that the author is, like, it all ties together. I, I want there to be some, like, overarching story about, like, what actually did happen to the original mystery gang. And, yeah. like, what they're at, like... They're actually still sleuthing and stuff. They're just, um, I don't know, like, there's there's a bigger, they got bigger fish to fry than, than local monsters or something like that. Yeah. Well, this is a shame. I don't know if that's what it'll end up being, but that's what I want it to be. There's no, there's nothing else about, uh, about the, these guys, that this guy's written yet. But he did, or the, There definitely she, is. Is there? Because, like, the other stories by this person has, uh, it mentions Scooby and Shaggy and, like, Miss Grimwood from, uh, that one store, or from that one movie where Shaggy and Scooby are PE teachers at a ghoul school. Yeah, isn't that the one, Return of the Ghoul Girls? Isn't that the third and final installment of that series, or is that a different one? That's got to be a different series because oh, that's it's actually the Scooby-Doo crew. Yeah, so mm. I don't think I don't think there's a uh, I don't think there's a a second installment of this story Dang. yet. That's kind of a bummer. Yeah, I mean, this person has updated stories in recent months. Yeah, so, so like their second most recent story is Return of the Reluctant Werewolf. And it's set a few months after RTBM, and the story that they published right before whatever happened to the originals is Return to Beauregard Mansion, and it's more Scooby Doo fanfic. I will say maybe we'll maybe we'll return to this author and actually look at some yeah some like Scooby Doo like centered on the on the Mystery Gang because like they they clearly really enjoy the show and like understand its like yeah. obviously they're like depending on how you can use it something can either be like a callback or a cliche. And I think they definitely towed that line, but I, I still enjoyed it. Yeah, no, like I'm, I'm definitely down to do more, uh, more Scooby Doo because like this, th- these are, like that was actually enjoyable. Like I enjoyed reading that. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. So that's, uh, that's whatever happened to predictability. The milkman, the paperboy, <laughs> evening TV. Everywhere you look, everywhere there's a there's heart, a face there's a heart of somebody um, who needs you. Ha- okay, have you listened to the theme song 
for uh, Fuller House? Uh, I've watched the whole season one, so well, yes. Well, Carly Rae Jepsen did theme song, and the version they use in the actual show isn't great, but there's a full version out there that's really, really good. Oh, there's a full version? Yeah, it's like two minutes long. Uh-huh. Yeah, go listen to it. It's great. We'll do it after after the call right. or after we're done here because like we are running a little long and I want to wrap up. But like, it's really good. Everywhere you look. So hot. everywhere you look on our blog, you're going to see tons of posts. Uh, actually, just <laughs> posts whenever we put up a thing, and that will actually have links to uh, links to the material that we're using, as well as the songs that we use in our intro and outro, which come now, from OCRemix.org. There you What go. are you curious about? Uh, I was going to ask where those uh, where those theme songs came from. Well, they come from OCRemix.org. And if you have any other questions about like how we make the show. Uh, when the next episode is going to be, because it's always a mystery uh, that <laughs> hopefully the gang can solve. Uh, you can contact us on Twitter at aficionadospod, as well as by email at aficionadospod at gmail.com. Accurate statements. And yeah, questions, comments, concerns, criticism, um, interview requests, uh, anything really. Guest appearances yeah i okay we'll talk about this later but i think we're gonna try to have some guests on again sometime soon yes um that's neither here nor there um is there anything else to talk about um i think we got everything yeah i guess if if you know someone who you think is gonna like the show maybe like Tell a friend about it. Like, that's kind of our only way to really grow is word of mouth. I, and then, like, I, if, if you like the show, maybe give us a review on iTunes, which I think yep. Rich mentioned a little while ago. Yeah, in the middle of the episode, because I thought about it at that point. That's the best time to solicit reviews, if you really think about it. Yeah, because a lot of people, they get to the end, and then they just like, ah, well, this is the end, this is the outro, I'm just going to skip it because I've heard all this before. It's the so. end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. Hey, that's not too bad. Uh, and, you know, uh, make sure you tune in next episode, because we're going to be reading uh, a story of a girl. Uh, <laughs> we sure are. And that's and what you call, or that's that's what you call a uh, callback joke. Yeah, so, a callback and a reference all in one. Um, I think that's going to do it. Until next time, uh, I've been Jacob Wagtag Wagoner. And I've been Rich the Dick Stevens. And we have been the aficionados. Troll the respawn, Jeremy. Oh, wow. There it is. (laughs) 